Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Renderos Brothers. What up, everybody? Uh, thank you for joining us. As always, we're going to be talking about our beer of the week, the two movies, news, shit that we were interested in, all that good stuff. So, let's get the fuck into it. Let's get into this BSDS. <laughs> I got to figure this out. All right, and we're back. Uh, hope you're having a fantastic week, everybody. I hope uh, it's treated you well. Uh, hope you're vaccinated and X-rated. Um, so we're going to start off with our beer of the week. Uh, so why don't you tell us what that is? Uh, the beer of the week uh, this week is from Santa Monica Brew Works. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is called Head in the Clouds. It's a juicy double IPA. 8.5 on the Richter fucking scale of alcohol. baby. So it's going to be a nice one. Uh, nice can. Look at the can. Uh, the beautiful can colors. Looks fucking it, tight. It looks like it's a. Uh, it reminds me of a uh, of uh, F Zero. What fucking? I forget what oh, level it is. You, but it has like an F Zero type of color feel for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the level. It's it's um, not the snow one, but it might be like the desert one. No, I think it's a desert one. Yeah, it might be Death Valley. It might be Death Valley or and, some shit like that. Oh, F Zero. Uh, live a part of each day with your head in the clouds. This award-winning juicy double IPA is brewed for those, for the dreamers who seek an elevated beer experience. So y'all bitches get to get dreaming and start drinking. Uh, yeah, Santa Monica Brew Works. Uh, it's a beautiful purple, orange, pinkish yeah, nice, color nice with a nice can. surfer on the front logo, head in the clouds. Uh, so let's crack this bad boy. First open. one we ever fucking had that's uh, called the juicy, juicy. It's a double IPA, India oh, Pale I Ale. I on my face. Oh, hey, didn't even Ooh, buy you dinner first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Let me pour your cup real quick. That's good. Ah, that's good. Hell yeah, that's a nice pour. Yes, um, sir. So the color is pretty nice, actually, on this bad boy. Um, kind of uh, shockingly not that cloudy. It's de- definitely filtered for sure. Um, I'm trying to finish Ooh, pouring it in my cup real a, quick. It's a nice, I don't even know how to describe it. Let me see here. Almost like a like mm. a cantaloupe scent. Yeah. Is what I want to describe it as. I need to give it a take. It has fucking little shit uh, floating inside of it. I don't know what all that stuff is inside there. Do you see it in my cup? Uh, I do see it. but It's not in your cup, is it? No. Because you got the fucking top. No. Yeah. I'm I sure. what the fuck that is. Probably some of the hops, I would imagine. Some hops. Shit like some, it's got to be something. Yeah, it's got to be. I hope. Well, if uh, we don't have an episode next week, it's because I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Let's try this bitch. Um, you know, for a double IPA, it's actually pretty good. Um, it's pretty smooth. Yeah, it's a smooth IPA. Uh, a little bit on the hoppy side on the end. I gotta take it easy on this shit because yeah. I'll be fucked up all day. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, it's so smooth. It doesn't taste like a, like a beer that's so strong. No, it's real fucking crisp, clean. Oh man, it tastes good too. It's yeah, fucking sm- like it's real smooth. It, it does have real a juicy very smooth. The scent of it is very can. It, yeah, it smells like a candle. Even now, like, if I just just kind of like swallow breathing my spit, it, it fucking without any beer in it. Yo, it, it's crazy. Yeah, it it's just it, it's. Crazy. What the fuck? Oh, it is unfiltered. That's what it says. So it says sediment is natural here. Ah. Uh, so interesting because it doesn't look like other unfiltered drinks. This one, you know, like other unfiltered drinks look really fucking cloudy. This one doesn't look that cloudy. Yeah, it doesn't. It That's actually why looks can, pretty can, clean. Yeah, you can see the fucking little chunks in the motherfucker. Yeah. 
but it's still, it gave me a little bit, gave me a little bit of suspect action, you know. <laughs> but it, actually, it's really, really delicious. Um, I, I really enjoy this one. I can't wait to uh, to partake in some more of it. Right. Um, all right. So the news of the week, which is probably the biggest news story for me personally, because I have such a love and affinity for this series. Last week, Deep Silver announced that key original members of Free Radical Design have joined together to reform the studio under the same name, including the founders, Steve Ellis and David Doak. And they are going to be bringing back motherfucking time splitters, baby. Hell yeah. Uh, according to them, they said, uh, the Ellis said, to finally be able to confirm that the studio has been formed and that we have a plan for the next time splitters game is incredible. While we cannot tell you anything more at the moment, we look forward to sharing information in the future. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really fucking pumped. I Yeah, she's gonna be fucking dope, man. I I loved Time Splitters. I had Time Splitters for my GameCube, both two and three. Never played the original, but um uh part two was very golden esque I mean, it's part of the original uh, development team. I think they were part of Rare when they developed GoldenEye. So it had very GoldenEye feelings of it, like that you would move the gun around when you would aim instead of actually like using the joystick to move your character's vision to line up the shot properly. And part three, which was called Future Perfect, was just a fucking wacky-ass game because you had first-person shooters. Yeah. But this one's definitely sci-fi, humor, campy, kind of fucking weird. Like, if you wanted to play in multiplayer as a gingerbread man, you could play as a gingerbread man, as a (laughs) ninja monkey, uh, as a demonic fucking uh, reindeer that's been stuffed and hung on the wall. Yeah, it's a... The game was just uh, so fun, even with the AIs uh, all all being in the game against you. You could, like, set it to that that type of, like, eight... It could be either 8 for 8 or fucking... You yeah, know, 14 versus 2, and it was fucking right. 16 versus 2. Excuse and, me. and what was cool about it is that they gave you the ability to, they had level editors. You could create your own levels to play with your friends and against bots. And uh, I remember I would spend time doing different things, you know, uh, making maps and stuff like that in the fucking game. And uh, I'm really excited about this. Um, yeah, the first game came out in um, the year 2000, which is a long time ago. We would play it on... Uh, GameCube. GameCube, right? Yeah, and then uh, it, uh, but the original Time Splitters came out on the PS2. Uh, Time Splitters 2 came out on the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox, and then Future Perfect as well, PS2, Xbox, and GameCube. And I mean, the the leap also, visually, from part two to part three, was just leaps and bounds over it. I remember looking at Future Perfect and thinking how clean the game was. Yeah. And you play as um, Agent Cortez, and you are trying to prevent the quote-unquote time splitters from coming to existence and ripping everything that we've known about time apart. And you go through the game, jumping through different decades in the world of time splitters from the 1920s to the, um, you know, future of uh, 2035. Yeah. And, and everywhere in between. And it had just a fantastic cast of characters. Like it was just a lot of fun to play. I remember hours and hours were spent on that. Yeah. Thing. We used to play that shit all the fucking time. Dude, all the fucking time. All the time. That and like Def Jam Fight for New York. And then they had to fuck it up with icons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, but honestly, for me, like Time Splitters is a 
just if you have not had the opportunity to play, you have a GameCube that works. You have a Wii that reads GameCube discs. Throw in your Future Perfect, baby. Fucking play that shit. Go find it. It's fucking fantastic. I highly recommend it. And that's really the most important story for me. I said, fuck everything else. Yeah, I fucking also uh, heard about the Cruising USA. Okay. Uh, that game that was an arcade game translated into like N64. Yeah, fucking. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess it's being revamped. It'll be coming out for the Switch uh, sometime in the near future. Oh, sweet. So to look out for that shit, too. I remember we played the fuck out of that game, too. Fuck I yeah. wasn't perfect or whatever, but... And I guess they're fixing the controls and fixing the graphics, so we'll I mean, we'll see how good it gets. Well, the graphics for that game were really like 2D, like it was flat images in a 3D world. It, it looked weird. It felt weird. Yeah. Um, and like a fu- when you fucking finish, get to the finish line, it looked like a bootleg Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's where they got the remo- their idea from. Uh- <laughs> yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Family. Um, it's Dominic Terrero. Oh, whatever the fuck his name is. Fast and Furious 9. Uh, John Cena's my brother. John Cena! Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I can't see him. I can't see him. Um, yeah, so that's really all I got. I, I'm just really hyped for this game. Thoroughly, thoroughly love fucking, fucking Time Splitters. Yeah, fucking um, So I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy. I'm more than excited. Um, but let's get into the películas. Let's get into these films. So first of all, we're going to talk about the shittiest film of the week, uh, The Block Island Sound. Uh, something lurks off the coast of the Block Island, silently, uh, silently influencing the behavior of fisherman Tom Lynch. After suffering a series of violent outbursts, he unknowingly puts his family in grave danger. danger. Uh, it's directed by the McManus brothers, uh, Kevin McManus and Matthew McManus, also written by them. Stars Chris Sheffield as Harry. Michaela McManus, not related to them. She, that's just her last name. She is not related this to the McManus. To be her last name, yeah. Uh, as Audrey, uh, Neville Archambault as Tom, Ryan O'Flanagan as Paul, Matilda Lawler as Emily, and then there's the rest of the cast that don't play that big of a part. Um, honestly, the McManus brothers should have called themselves the McAnus brothers for this fucking movie because it is a <laughs> fucking hot, steaming pile of shit. shit. Yes fucking trash for sure i mean honestly like the biggest problem that i had is how incredibly bored in this viewing of the film was from the start it there was nothing interesting the yeah. little trailer that netflix plays for you like that little scene that made it look interesting i didn't even see it okay so it's, i went it's, right into it it's when uh when harry is driving on the road and he sees the deer and he turns and there's his father going deer Dear. And I was like, oh, man, that's kind of fucking creepy looking. Like, what, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why I decided to pick this film. But it turns out that Fuck. it is absolute. It's really it's bad. fucking so, dog shit. So here's Let's what put it, it is. put it this way. It's dog so shit. So his okay. sister, Audrey, comes back to town uh, with her daughter, Emily. To- you ever step on a pile of shit and walk it into your crib? <laughs> that's what this movie fucking is. Um, and, and, and Okay, so, yeah, Harry and uh, Tom... Um, you know, Tom is having delusional ideas, and he passes it to his uh, son, Harry, and nothing happens for about an hour and a half, and then you get really bored, and it, it, they want it to be an H.P. Uh, Lovecraft type of film. Cthulhu, the unknown demonic spirits, maybe um, powerful psycho, uh, uh, psychedelic hallucinations, things like that. But there is nothing of interest with these characters. 
the writing, the acting is really bad in this film. Yeah. Um, I, I can't even, the direction of the film. Like, I'm like, she, I think the little girl had probably the best acting of everybody. Yeah, M uh, Matilda yeah, Lawler girl, was the girl. <laughs> standout role fucking... in this film, for sure. She <laughs> fucking seemed so natural. She did. Yeah, she seemed natural as fuck oh, in the fucking the movie. Fu the creepy adults are keeping you out, you're going to fucking scream. Yeah, I believe it. I <laughs> yeah, believe no, it. exactly. Exactly. Even though, even like when she's asking for breakfast and shit, it comes off so naturally. Yeah, it came off really naturally. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, like, it, 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 nothing happens in this film for about an hour. The last 30 minutes is when things start clicking into place. But they've wasted an hour of your time by not doing anything. Yeah. They, they don't open up any of the ideas of where these hallucinations are coming from, either for the father or the son. You understand that the family has trauma. They've lost their mother, the one that kept the glue together. And that there is um, uh, resentment and anger between the siblings. But it's never explored. It's just touched upon. Yeah. And so it falls apart really fast. And because of the slow pacing of the movie, you just never pulled into the world and you're not, you don't care about the characters. You don't care about anything that happens. I fought with every fiber of my being the urge to pick up my phone and just start watching fucking TikTok or Instagram shit uh. because, I, because <laughs> I did not give a fuck about anything. Like none of the characters were interesting. None of the, the, the movie that we're going to talk about next was an hour longer. And this fucking movie felt like it was three fucking hours long. It, it, it just kept dragging. I literally looked at the time. I was like, what the fuck? I said, that's all the fucking time that's gone by? I, kept I was on like, God I damn. Kept, I kept this on, fucking movie sucks. I kept on bringing the time to see where I was at. I'm like, I'm only 20 minutes into yeah. this fucking thing. I Holy like, fuck. shit. I said, I could have sworn it gone, it, a lot more time has gone by. So this is right now the worst movie I think I've seen in 2021. And I'm going to give it. Fucking A, yes. And I'm going to give this movie a motherfucking one. <laughs> like, honestly, do not waste your time with this film. I, and, you know, it's funny because the McManus brothers, they are tied to Cobra Kai. I'll get that shit they, zero. Fuck they that shit. They did what people thought was a really funny kind of. Uh, Cobra Kai was tight. I've seen Cobra Kai. They, they are producers on Cobra Kai. They are producers and creators of um, the, um, the fake documentary series an american vandal yeah yeah um you know which got a lot of praise from people who who saw it um but honestly this movie just this is their sophomore attempt and you know they always talk about the sophomore slump maybe it's that because it was not good at all and maybe i, I don't know that maybe, shit was fucking oh man i mean it was just not a i good was so film. happy when it was over so so was i and it left it so vaguely up in the air with everything. Like, you, you still don't find out what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it, uh, aliens yeah. took him up or some shit, but what the fuck was that shit in the water? But they never explored it. Yeah. Nothing, nothing of it. It's the very end. The very and end, then, last five yeah. minutes. And then it ends with, uh, you know, a uh, fucking voiceover and then the sister, <laughs> the sister popping up from the water. Oh. And you're like, what is, what is this film? Yeah. Yeah, just fucking don't watch it. Please don't watch it. Please, please skip this fucking movie. It's got a 5.3 on IMDb. I don't know how. What the fuck? I don't fucking know how. I don't know how somebody was like, you know what? This is a five. No, this is not a five. <laughs> fuck no, it's not. No, um, no, fucking far from it. And our, our second film, we had to watch it just because we're 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 big zombie fans. Fuck uh, yeah. Here at the uh, RDB, um, and in, it is Army of the Dead, the the film on Netflix following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas. A group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into a quarantine zone to pull off. The greatest heist ever attempted. Uh, directed by the terrible 
um, filmmaker, Zack Snyder, written uh, partly by him as well, alongside with uh, Shay Hatton and uh, uh, Joby Harold, starring Dave Bautista, uh, Ella Purnell, Umari Hardwick, Anna de la Reguera, uh, Theo Rossi, Matthias, ooh, that's a fucking last name right there, Schweizhofer, um, and, you know, you have Nora Arnezeder um, in this film with he. Hiroyuki Sanada as Bly Tanaka. Fucking Scorpion. Oh, and Garrett Dillahunt in the film as well with uh, Tig, uh, Tig Notaro. Okay. Um, so anyways, let's just get into this film. So for me, Army of the Dead was okay in the grand scheme. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Um, the, the original I mean, or this one? Okay, so the original Dawn of the Dead by George A. Romero is fucking top-tier zombie film, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, uh, and then... Uh, uh, Zach Schneider redid it in uh, 2006 or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that was also penned by James Gunn. Like, James Gunn helped write that movie. Of course. So, you know, it has a different vibe. 2004 is actually when Dawn of the Dead came out. But it felt like, to me, being that it was his first film, that Zack Snyder was hungry. You know, it, it wasn't perfect, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Dawn of the Dead was fast-paced. The zombies ran. Um, you know, it, it, there wasn't too much shifting. There was some shift away from like what George laid down, uh, in the original film. But like you thought to yourself, like, this is not bad. This is a decent zombie movie. It took what worked and kind of did its own thing with it. Not perfect, but it worked. Yeah. No, that movie was fucking, was dope when it first came out. Yeah. And then, um, so this one, Army of the Dead, I, I guess doesn't take place in the same universe as Dawn of the Dead. It is its own universe. Uh, takes place in Las Vegas where a breakout happens, and they set up shipping containers, and they isolate Las yeah, Vegas yes. from the infection. And uh, they have a, a really cool intro montage with uh, you know Richard Cheese, uh, who I, we would listen to on K-Rock, who yeah. they play songs for uh, Kevin and Bean, doing uh, Viva Las Vegas by Elvis Presley. And the opening sequence kind of explores what happened in Vegas and how it all fell apart. Yeah, exactly. How it got to where it was at when they fucking get into the actual story. Yeah, but, you know, ultimately, like, you see that Dave Bautista and his ragtag mercenary soldiers are now living their own lives on the side, and they're brought back by Bly Tanaka, played by Mr. Sonata, and uh, who is top security guard is uh, Garrett Dillahunt, who I know from the show Raising Hope, a comedy show. To see him kind of in this more... Sinister role was a nice change of pace. Okay, uh, and I gotta say, uh, Garrett Dillahunt, the entire cast um, was fun. They were enjoyable to watch. Yeah, they, fuck yeah. You know, they 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 had charisma on the screen. You know, uh, my favorite was obviously uh, Matthias, who played Dieter because he was such a fucking nerd. Dieter, Dieter, um, and his relationship with um, um, oh my goodness, um, Omari Van, Hardwick, Van or uh, Van, Vanderhoe. Van, uh, yeah. Yeah, Van Der... Yeah, Van Der Ho. Van, or whatever, I just remember they called him Van a couple Van, times. Yeah, and so with Van, I, I like the little dynamic they gave him. They didn't give him enough, but... Yeah, exactly. Him, you they know, gave him enough to for you to be like, oh, those them two together... They made a good combo. Yeah, they made a good combo. That's just tight. They did make a good combo. Well, they made a good trio with the fucking Hispanic cat. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I forget his name of his character. Uh, Guzman. Guzman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, played they, by... Between uh, the three of them, they, paid, they, they did a good job. Raul Castillo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you're right, actually. Um... And um, it has a lot of, like, hints to 
like other films within it, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, the the character, uh, uh, not Gita. Oh my goodness, um, Gita. The she Chambers, uh, played by Samantha Wynn. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, she felt very much like um, the military mm-hmm. woman from Aliens, from James Cameron's Aliens, and the whole uh, okay. kind of suffering with the bandana and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, like so, Scott Ward, played by Dave Bautista is, you know, flipping burgers at a diner when he's approached and said, hey, I need this money out of this vault. Like, the insurance paid me for the money that's sitting there, but there's still more money to get. So how about we do yeah. it? Yeah, Double up, double and, up. You know, he gathers up the whole crew, Two and then they, times. Yeah, they go in there and they try to get their money. Uh, but then you find out that they have uh, super zombies. Uh, you yeah, have, like they, they, they have the, the alphas. alphas. They have alpha zombies, and then they have... Uh, and, of course, the, the betas other. and the charlies. Yeah, and so... And the charlies, you know, they're always fucking... Always complaining about something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuckers. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so and then it all falls apart for them because it turns out that there is ulterior motives by Tanaka and Garrett Dillahunt. They want to build their own army of the dead that they can control. Yeah. And, ha- you know, there's a lot of money in these new alpha bloods. Yeah, it's worth more than the fucking... Uh, um, the money, in, money the vault. in the vault. The money in the vault. They're was gonna just use a, it as like a WMD type of shit. The money in the vault was. Just I, a, I fucking thought this movie was fucking. It was. It was good. I liked it. I thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was fun. I thought it was. Uh, in the beginning, I thought it was a little. It took a little bit of time to get to the whole uh, action and story and shit like that. Um, but I saw it a second time. The very I saw it one night, and then the very next morning I saw it again. And uh, I I liked it again, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, it's just a fun, it was just like a fun movie to watch. It's a fun it, mo- it de- fucking it, it def- different whole zombie, different type of shit. But it's still fun to watch. It definitely is a turn off your brain and watch film. Yeah. Um, but they needed to rein in Zack Snyder. I think you could have cut an hour out of this film and had a tighter film, and still keep kind well, of they like di- they dive in a lot into the whole zomb the way the but- zombie alpha is really a. But they don't coordinate the coordinate their world. I, I, I you know, some I, of those scenes are pointless. I, I like feel, the point, like the scene where he fucking. I feel like there wasn't enough exploration of that stuff. Like they hint at it, right? Like they kind of mention, like, oh, the alpha's in control. But they're like, but how does it work? Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, forget it. Isn't this fucking action sequence cool? And you're like, yeah, 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 that's cool. But seriously, how does it work? Or there was one part where um, Guzman well, that's shoots. Why they, that's why they leave it up. That's why they leave a second. Leave it up into at the at the very end. Or Gu- there might be a part two. Or Guzman shoots a zombie that turns out to be a robot. Did you not notice that? What do you mean? In the casino, when they're going through the casino, they're trying to get to the elevator. A zombie grabs Guzman and spins him around. Guzman lights him up. And the zombie's eyes are blue. And it happened twice in the film. Once in the hallway. No, okay. And, the, and then, like, so, he shoots him, and then, like, he like, sparks, like, robotic. I didn't see yeah. that. I don't and remember I, that. I was like, what in the fuck? So there's a robot zombie in this shit? Like, I don't understand what the fuck you're doing here. No, because the f- I thought it was, uh, they're, 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 uh, they bleed differently or some shit. Because remember when he pulls the fucking baby out, the baby out, the baby, yeah. the baby zombie is, like, blue. And then it tr- slowly transitions back into red as it's, ad- as it's hitting as, the oxygen. Yeah. It's like it's it's as if you know because they say our no, blood I, is blue right now inside of us. No, it's red. So, what the fuck is it that they used to say then? People used to say that yeah, if uh, that your blood is actually blue. I said this is that Eminem lyric because of the um, <laughs> because of the chart that everybody sees. I was like for real, fool. <laughs> in the doctor's office, the red and blue, but it's just telling you one's 
Oh, one, yeah, it's one's just going to show one you one's one's showing you where your blood is going one way, <laughs> only showing you how the blood is going oh, back. Hey, I mean, but let me you, fuck me for but life, your, bro. But your blood is always red because you breathe in so, the okay, oxygen. Okay, well, I don't, know fucking, I don't fucking know. No, but I'm going to fucking that fix whole, this that whole, that whole blue shit, <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't know. Because mo- it, it does happen a multitude of times in the fucking, in the movie. With, with the super zombies. Uh, just the super zombies. With, yeah, with the, the alphas. Super, yeah. But like, but. Yeah, but they I, don't, don't, I don't remember that sparking scene. Yeah, you don't remember that? I mean, no. like, it, yeah, he fucking shoots the guy and fucking Maybe like. Maybe it was a flare. <laughs> it wasn't even a flare with bullets. And like, it sparks like he's a fucking robot and he just falls over and you hear the. He had like, the fucking. Why? Uh, he upgraded his fucking shit at the yeah, fucking, he, at the, at the fucking at the, station. Yeah, know? exactly. He's like, robot me up some. Oh, man. But yeah, but you know, so there's a lot of weird things that he touches on and never explores. Like, oh, it's cool that there's alphas. Yeah, but I'm not gonna explain that. I'm I'm off a go. Oh, he fucking he's smart enough to put on a a, a shield and make a <laughs> yeah, helmet. Yeah. But I'm not gonna explain how he did that. We're just gonna fucking keep going. Um, you know the tiger zombie. Oh, the horse zombie. But they're somehow still obedient to the alpha. Like how? Oh, I'm not gonna talk about it. We're just fucking <laughs> <laughs> like we're just gonna go. We'll talk I, about it later. I, I will say this: the gore in the film is. Fucking cool. Like some of those death sequences. Yeah. I really enjoyed. Uh my favorite was definitely how uh uh Dillahunt's character uh Martin dies, you know, when the tiger is attacking him. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that fucking sequence was cool as fuck. That shit was tight. <laughs> yeah. Um, but honestly, Zack Snyder thinks he's fucking more clever than he actually is. Um, for me, in my personal opinion, over his career of watching his films, like yeah. it just visually he's fucking cool, but He's not clever enough to put a good story together. Uh, I think for me, the, the story, even with um, Bautista, who plays it really well, there's not enough emotional weight there for me to really understand why the beef exists between him and his daughter. And I don't care about any of that stuff. Yeah. And if you're going to try to tell me that kind of story, you better knock that out of the park. Especially yeah. it being such a big part of the story. Yeah, exactly. In, in the overall scheme of things. Yeah. Which you're right. It, 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 I was like, I don't even give a fuck, yo. Yeah, I let mean, that bitch run off and die. You know, or but let him. Or fucking, you can run you know, off yeah, and die. Yeah, yeah. I didn't and, care. And and another thing was is that like some I guess of the, at the end though they fucking she kind of like experiences what the fuck he had to do to their mom, no? Yeah, but it didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't exactly. I was like, but it didn't, oh, I didn't oh, oh I'm gonna save uh, Gita, but then the helicopter's gonna crash. Her kids are dead. Gita's dead. It, they don't even fucking focus anymore on that, that shit. It's fucking was she hilarious. in the helicopter? I don't understand what happened. Like she I just know, disappeared. That's just fucking funny. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, there's so many fucking problems with this film. And he bloats it for a fucking hour. You can chop, you can cut a bunch of shit out of that and be fucking cool. And I'm like, why do you have to try to make everything look so cool? The the moment where the female, the queen alpha comes out and he has this really fucking weird angle. I didn't like it. And it's like really like low, almost looking up to the sky. And this and the image of her hand is blurry before it comes down. And or when the lead alpha comes out after standing on top of the, um, you know, uh, the Statue of Liberty uh, in New York, New York and yeah. Vegas, where he's standing on top of there looking like I am studying you. Yeah. And he comes into the fucking pool. The plastic tarps that are hanging there, he's got them all flowy and that shit. That shit doesn't even look cool. I was and, like, and what the was fuck? Like, I was like, let the, me see this motherfucker yeah, already. I don't give a but fuck. The thing is like. Zack Snyder has cool shots, and then he does shit like this because he was a cinematographer as well. He didn't team up with somebody to help. Yeah, he him. started with commercials or some shit. No, no, no. But no, no. Usually, a director will work with somebody. So, like uh, Denis Villeneuve worked with Roger Deakins yeah, yeah. for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and okay. Roger Deakins is 
fucking masterclass. He's a motherfucking master at cinematography. But this time, Zack Snyder worked. He was like, I can be my own uh, cinematographer. Yeah. And he had some really weird ideas in the film. Like like I said, that tarp sequence, it looks stupid. Yeah, it did. It was pointless. You, you're fucking wasting my time. Yeah. Like, I, you showed me the guy standing on top of the Statue of Liberty. Already. You can just show me And him. he showed you fucking that motherfucker when he walks up to Olympus. Yeah. And hey, he showed me with long hair, but he had short hair. And it's the same motherfucker. So, you know, uh, we already know what he looks like. Yeah, because in the beginning sequence, he's, exactly. he's the one attacking everybody. But it just, it, some of the shots, I was like, why are you doing this shot? It doesn't make no sense to me. I also didn't like the fact that the fucking, that fool was so fucking fast. And all the zombies were like so fast to get from one point to another. And they're like in a helicopter, you know, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then also, the, I think the time that span within the movie itself, like, oh, we only got nine minutes, or we only got fucking 20 minutes. Is it, yeah, it's too could, short. It's too short. It doesn't even, it's not believable in any sense of the word, you know what I mean? We got nine minutes to get to the helicopter. Like, even, yeah, even if it fucking, it, you got 45 minutes left, you're like, what the fuck? Like, why would you even say that? Yeah. And, you know, so. everything that happens is like, that shit would take way longer, so, for sure. I mean, but, I, 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 I'm not, I, you know, I know that I'm shitting on, on a lot of the, of the film or whatever, but ultimately, like, it is a turn your brain off and watch film. Um, and after watching the block, <laughs> the block island, this movie it shines a little bit more. Um, oh fuck yeah! But for me, I mean, ultimately, like, it's a bloated fucking zombie movie that didn't need to be bloated, and Zack Snyder needs to be kept under control because he's not as clever as he thinks he is, or they make him out to be. Like, so yeah. for me, uh, Army of the Dead gets a six. Uh, yeah, I give it a, I give it a six also. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for me, it just, it was fine. It entertained me. It, you know, it wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I knew what I was getting into with Zack Snyder. Yeah. And then when it gets to a certain point, it, the story moves, it, it, it takes, it has good pace. Once, once the action kicks has good, in. Like, yeah. It has good it, little, like little deaths and shit like that. So it was good. Yeah. When the action kicks in, you actually get a little bit more comfortable in terms of like, all right, finally it's picking up. But the first like hour of the film, you're like, holy shit, can we get to the fucking point? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know. Um, and yeah, I mean, the cast did well enough. And yeah, check it out. Uh, it's, I guess it's worth the watch if you got nothing to do, throw it on as a background or some shit. It, like I said, I enjoyed it because it was, I felt like it was just like a fun, stupid fucking movie, you know? Yeah. It's a zombie movie, so it's not really like something that's going to be, uh, so depth, so deep in like a, in like storyline. It's just, you know, it's just the world that it is. So it's just a, it's supposed to be like a fun, make-believe type of shit, and it's, it, it was I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it enough. Uh, so now it's time for tidbits. Uh, tidbits. We haven't got too many this week. Uh, all we got is, uh, I guess, a skywalk is opening in the Sequoia uh, Redwood National Forest. Okay. It's about 100 feet up. Um, the trees that they're built on, of course, they built the skywalk on is a two, uh, like 200 plus. I mean, they're all this trees and too. shit. Yeah. So there's that opening up in, for this summer if any motherfuckers like doing that kind of shit. Uh, that should be kind of cool. Um, also, I fucking found out that the Sky Slide and Sky Space over in downtown mm-hmm. uh, of Los Angeles, of course, uh, is closing permanently because I guess uh, the U.S. Bank uh, building has new owners. Yeah. Okay. But I, it, it was it was cool. I, I took I did the slide, and like I said uh, before, we talked about it one time on a, on the podcast. Um, it's a little nerve wracking to get up to the front of it, and you're like looking all the way down. You're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> fuck this. You had to fight that urge. Yeah. But uh, uh, that guess it's closing, so I'm not sure when it closes. So if anybody wants to check it out before that happens, look it up. 
and uh, go ahead and do it. Well, I don't even know if they're allowing people right now. I think the mask mandate ends uh, June yeah, they have the here se- in Los they Angeles. Have a, I know that they have some shit called uh, 71 above or some shit, like okay. some restaurant. I know yeah, that's yeah, open yeah. up there, and that's above the floor that they have slide is on. The slide is on the 70th, 70th okay. to the 69th. Uh, so there's a fucking... So you just slide down one floor, huh? Yeah, one floor. It's super quick. Oh, that's... But just I, the fact that you see... For me, it was more of the scenery to look down right there. And that's really what hits, you know? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, the slide well, was I, I shit. imagine that maybe... Two seconds, three seconds. Maybe anything more than that would probably put too much stress on the slide. Yeah, I think so. Because you would have to elongate the material. You would have to go further, which means more pressure points and chances of it breaking and sending you to your day. Yep. At least you get a good view, though. You get the best view. Yeah. And then we got uh, United Airlines giving out one year, uh, go wherever the fuck you want in the world with first class seats, uh, to five lucky uh, people that sign up or already, or are, or, 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 or are already. Like fucking home improvement. <laughs> Um, they're giving out five of those fucking uh, for a whole year. You can go anywhere you and your and a partner. Um, and for a second rounders, it'll be a uh, thirty uh, first class any destination tickets uh, given out for the second round. I guess picks with you and and a partner, of course. And that's with for a United Mileage Plus program. So you either can be signed up to it already, or you got, or you can be a new person signing up for it. New membership. Yeah, new membership and uh, sign up before June twenty second. To get that happen, get that happening, but you also have to be. Here's the kicker: you have to be fully vaccinated, bitches. So get that vaccine, motherfuckers, <laughs> if you want to fucking see the world. Uh, that, that's the fucking end of my tidbits right there. Okay, hell yeah. <laughs> see shit comfortably. <laughs> you gotta get vaccinated. Um, yeah, because a lot of countries are gonna require that anyway. Yeah. If you're unvaccinated, it's even a longer process. Like I know that with Iceland, um. The process is if you are unvaccinated, you have to quarantine for 14 days and get tested. Yeah. Um, so in a sense, to me, it's like that's 35 lucky fucking winners that will be able to get to do some dope shit. And uh, in reality, it'll be a 70 because you got to bring somebody with you. Yeah. So it's a good fucking little little hookup that they're doing out there. Uh, and with that, we're going to say thank you for joining us. Um, honestly, you can always find us individually on Instagram. I am Render Me Sam. I'm Hollywood Mike with a double I. And you can find us on anchor.fm slash the Renderos Bros. You'll find all the links there. And you can uh, go to Apple. Wow. Uh, Apple Podcasts. And, rate and review uh, us. And rate shit. and review us. Follow us on Spotify. Um, you know that, But the, the links for where we are up are all on anchor.fm slash the Renderos Bros. Until that changes. Um, you know, it'll be there. Yeah, um, check out the Instagram for the upcoming movies that we'll ta- be talking about next week. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, Probably honestly, by Friday, there, Saturday, there's so it'll be solidified what movies we're picking for sure. Yeah, there's so many films coming out um, and stuff like that. There's so much stuff that, A, you know, even old films that I've never seen that maybe I want to explore. So, I mean, like, you know, if you have any recommendations, you can always message us at the yeah, hit us up, please. on Instagram. It's probably the best way to reach us because um, I'm on constantly on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right, guys. Uh, just stay safe out there. Um, thank you for doing your part in making sure that society can get back to normal by getting yep. vaccinated. Uh, wash those hands, clean that butthole, and we'll catch you guys. That's right. Next week. Later. Oh, thank you.